welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Spellbinder. He's he's binding spells. I he, he got out. He got out. I guess off screen. We're always out uh, to each other and to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we don't bind spells. We are scientists. That's right. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Wendorski. Kenny, I'm exhausted. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm. I am one. A week and a half away from the end of my first summer semester of my master's program, and oh god, I need a break. Yeah, I'm so bad. When, when is uh, the semester up for you? It is end of next week. I've okay. got like a little, little more homework to do tomorrow to get all the way. I canceled on us last week because I was just I was looking at the amount of work I had left and the amount of days left in the calendar. I'm like, I got something's got to go, <laughs> but. But end of next week, I'll have like a month and a half off before the fall semester. Nice. I'm going to take a vacation with my lovely girlfriend. We're going right. up to Flagstaff. Going to see one of my old respite clients. Um, he's a sweet guy. Sweet guy. But um, he's, I mean, he's developmentally disabled. Yeah. He, uh, he has Down syndrome. Uh-huh. And any span of time, like in the future, farther away than, say, next week is a little much for him to really wrap his head around. So poor guy, he he was telling his mom all excited, Ben's coming over this Saturday. <laughs> James, not his real name. That's a HIPAA violation. James. Nice. Is it next week? Is it next Saturday? Oh, oh no. Let's text Ben and see when it is. No, no, buddy. That's in like six weeks. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, <laughs> so no. he was all excited. Yeah. Ah, jeez. Yeah, sweet guy. Sweet guy. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. I don't, uh, you know, I that used to be every Saturday when I was up in Phoenix. Let's take our dogs to the dog park. Every once in a while, I'd take them to a movie, but usually it was just... Dog park, get some EGs. Yeah. From the one place at the time in the Phoenix Valley area. Yeah, they're all over now. <laughs> yeah. Every 10 or 15 years, EGs tries... This is Greek to our listeners, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, EG, not even just an Arizona chain, but a Tucson chain. Yeah, this is a, a sandwich place, also known for hot dogs and French fries and uh, frozen drinks. Yep, that's the real... If you say, I want an EGs, you are talking about the... It's like an Italian ice, but better. Yeah, it's uh, it's nothing. It's not like they invented the wheel, but we Tucsonans, that's what we like. It's it's goddamn hot here, <laughs> and when you need to put a lot of fruit flavored ice in your body, yep, you go to EG's, yep, or slice and ice, which is EG's but better. And they do have uh, different flavors for every month. Right now, July is watermelon, which is, from what I hear, that's their most popular top uh, flavor. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of an orange guy. Orange is always in May. Orange, orange is fine. I'm Lucky Lime. My birthday go. month in March. Yeah. <laughs> or that, that cherry cider that they got too. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. That's favorite. That's usually uh, Christmas time or Thanksgiving time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Towards towards the end of the fall. But uh, yeah, you, you know what I never fall for is drugs. Yeah. V- especially scary VR drugs. That's right. <laughs> we watched... Hooked up today. Master P, AJ Johnson, Ice Cube, Snoop Doggy Dog. I've got the hookup. That's right, kids. Yeah, so we we open up and it is a big concert. We uh, got a, a in shadow a gentleman who is a rock star. This is the kind of rock that's 
anti-establishment. Yeah, and, my parents fucking suck, dude. And the world needs to burn. Yeah, I've and, got part of my head shaved, but the rest is real long. And it's blue. Yep, and and just playing and singing. Uh, it's it's almost more of like a spoken word. It's it reminded me of uh, you ever hear that song Institutionalized? Yes. Yes, it's very much. <laughs> it felt like that. This this guy has got a sold out tour. Yeah, uh, giant stadium just packed to the brim with people. He's got hot and cold running pussy just throwing itself at him. Yeah, his name is Ronnie, and uh, yeah, people want to sign his his label. Yeah, uh, his latest album went Decca Platinum. Whoa, that's like f- five. I'm gonna say five. Platinum. Sure, I'll Google that later. Decca is a decimal unit prefix in the metric system, denoting a factor of ten. You ignorant hobo. Girls want him to sign their bodies. Yep. He he leaves, and he uh, there's a limo that pulls up with. Three attractive young ladies. Yep, they're young, they're attractive, they're Bruce Tim Design. He goes in for a smooch and uh-oh! Oh, he wakes up! But it's not a normal dream, it's a trippy VR dream. We're in the Matrix, kind of. Yep, he's sort of like floats down, he was suspended in midair in this glowing green orb, which is, I guess it's, this is the new kind of VR, you know, now in the present we have primitive shitty VR where you put big goggles on your head. This is a thing that puts you in uh, in zero-G so you can get a full sensory experience and your eyes go white and you just float in this green, creepy green light and experience your fantasies. But uh, yeah. his time's up. I guess you pay by the hour here. It, it's uh, uh, an addictive thing because obviously all your wildest dreams are coming true and it's super lifelike, smells and feels and everything. But uh, this gentleman, Ron, his his transaction is over. Yep. Time to go steal more credits for our villain. It's Spellbinder. He's back. He's ben. back. He's binding spells. Are you excited? I'm. I. You know, I'm. I'm gonna spoil things a little. I like this one way better than the last it's Spellbinder mu- episode. Yes. Yeah. Spellbinder <laughs> does stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's, uh, I think it's Donnie is the, the Oh, is it kid. Donnie? Yep. My bad. Yeah, so he's, uh, Spellbinder's telling him, all right, kiddo, you've, if you want more time in the floaty dream orb, you gotta go get me them good creds. And so Donnie's panhandling, he's, uh, you know, trying to, hey, hey, Mr. Bus Fair and yada yada, but one of the, one of the people that he's trying to get credits from is, hey, get a job and... Donnie decides that his new job is kicking this guy's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this will grab the attention of our own Terry. Yep. He swoops in. Uh, we He, I believe, steals a purse. Yeah, that's right. Donnie steals a purse, and, and that's he's what... he's running with it. So Terry, he recognizes him. And Bruce Wayne, on, the, on his little you know radio yep. wave, he says, Do you recognize him? Yes. He's a runaway from school. Okay. Well... Go help him. Okay, here I go. Goes in to swoop in to help him, but he's not giving up that purse. No, he is. He's he's straight psycho because he chucks himself off a building. Yep. Rather than give this purse up to Batman, he's it's a big midair. Batman, like multiple times, is trying to swoop in and save him from falling to his certain demise, and he's fighting him in midair and falling, and then Batman has to save him again. And yeah, it's uh, uh, at one point he's on a moving truck. Yep. <laughs> Kind of remind me of Fast and the Furious. He 
he undoes the, the, the tanker part of the truck that uh, I have no idea what's in there, but this causes a huge fiasco on the highway, yep. which Batman has to use his grappling hooks to stop cars from running into each other. Meanwhile, our Donnie is running away in all the chaos. Yep, does get back to Spellbinder, gives him, you know, didn't get quite as much, you know, credits as he wanted, but Spellbinder's like, yeah, it's it's enough, get back in there. Yeah. And we cut to another of our fantasy sequences. Only two of these, the last Spellbinder episode, we got a whole bunch of these really elaborate fantasies. We only get two here. Well, there's one more after the, we're going to get... Oh, uh, that's true, uh, that's Maxis. true. Yeah, but uh, uh, this... That one's kind of a dull... Yeah, well, this one's... This one's just kind of funny because it is so mundane. Yes. It's this kind of... She's she's young, but kind of homely Bruce Tim-designed uh, uh, young lady. And you're not sure at first who's having the fantasy because she's on a date with a male counterpart who's kind of pimply. And yes. they apparently work together at some... Yeah, in and out. They got that kind of... Uh... 1950s greasy diner yeah Yeah. (laughs) which the the guy is wearing his work uniform on this fancy date yes (laughs) but and and she likes a a man in uniform that's why she does it's hot to her and it's forbidden forbidden love because he's her he's her manager that's unethical he could lose his promotion which by the way he is getting promoted it's such a good promotion he proposes they're in love and she is so happy too happy. Oh, it was all a VR dream. Spellbinders getting it, kicking four or five of these kids out of their little VR chamber and says, get out there, get me more money. And also, well, no, before that even, because the the girl falls down and has, it's like some sort of a seizure. She's in a coma. Yeah, we uh, overdose, I assume. Uh, She's got drool coming out of her mouth. Yeah, so we're we're getting the, the sense here, and we'll get it more later on. This is not just, the addiction is not just, well, it lets you live out your fantasies. There is a, a chemical component yes. to what it does to your brain. And we later learn that uh, this young lady is later found in a hospital, comatose, uh, along with a bunch more teenage runaways. And it's an overdose of serotonin. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it is not just VR. It is a drug. And this is the delivery mechanism. Yes. Yes. Uh, Max Max. wants to help Terry. Max knows Donnie Mm -hmm. and says, I can help you. Not like in a Robin way where like I can punch and stuff, but like in a, I can help you meet Donnie's family. Yep. Yeah. And actually earlier in the episode, we sort of got a a little snippet of back and forth between her and Terry. And she seemed very much to be pitching on, pitching him on the idea of what if I did punch criminals? Yeah. Terry's not into it, and Bruce is extra not into it. He says, it. over my dead body. Yep. And Terry says, I agree with you. Yes, I don't want her in danger. Yep. But she she's knows Donnie's uh, family. She can make introductions and try and help with this investigation. So she takes Terry in his you know plain clothes to go check on Donnie's folks, see if they've heard anything from him. And... Donnie's this oh, this scene's really effective. Uh, Donnie does not come from a good home. His parents are still together as they walk into this house. They're noticing it, it's very messy. Yep, like real slumlord, like really run down. Looks looks like a crack den is what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, Donnie's mom seems like a nice enough lady from the very little we get to see of her. She seems very concerned. Have you heard from Donnie? 
But his, I'm not sure if it's his dad or stepdad, does seem to be uh, the the mother's husband at the very least. He is, uh, I would say, in working class clothes. Yep. But he literally tells his wife, get back in the kitchen. He does. Hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Yep. And she seems very afraid of him. The... You get the sense of a show that's really skirting the line of what standards and practices will let them show, but we're getting the the idea, at least, of a very abusive household. Uh, this the the father says, if you do run into Donnie, don't I don't want him to ever come back here. Uh, so off with you, and I wash my hands of this. Yep, get out of here, you jerks. Go on, get. Max nah, says nah, nah. says something about wow that. Uh, that whole situation makes me grateful for my mom and dad. Chekhov's gun for later. Bing bong boom. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that that seems to be a bit of a dead end, except Terry had found a used credit chip. Uh, I guess this is how money happens in the future. It's like a debit card, but each one. Yeah. It's like the cards that you keep arcade Pre-paid? credits on. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, it's, so there's no money left on it, but... Terry is able to trace where the transactions were happening, and it was this arcade called the VR Room. Yeah. So why not? Let's investigate this area, which they do. And this VR Room does have VR video games, but these are the video games you do put the goggles on. Yeah, okay. but it's it's got a couple that are like the hover greeny glowy ones, mm-hmm. and... Uh, this is where Donnie and his crew are rolling around trying to look for for converts, for people to, to recruit for Spellbinder's little Oliver Twist operation here. Yeah. They zero in on Max. Max, Max. Max and Terry split up for a second, and they're both kind of canvassing the place. They hit on Max, Max like, Max. ooh, I bet she'd be into our weird VR shit. Which Max, Max is Max. like, cool, there's Donnie. <laughs> yeah, that's who we're win looking win. for. I'm, I'm going to go do that deep undercover stuff. Sure, I'll join your horrible VR gang. And Let's t- do it. Terry is there. He's trying to talk sense. And like, hey, I don't like this. This doesn't feel right. Yeah. I think you're going to be in danger. But Max, Max is Max. like, I, I'll be fine. You yep. know, I got this. Yeah. You worry too much. Yep. But the uh, the teen gang, our, our little uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, foot, foot clan. clan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting real handsy with her. Like, yeah, okay, the, the lady said she's coming with us. Yoink. And they're dragging her out the door. And Donnie says, this is the line that I remembered. Yeah. Spellbinder hooks us up real good. Terry's always... This makes Terry want to throw down with fisticuffs because he knows it's real dangerous now. That's Spellbinder. Yeah. Always binding spells. Yeah. Making him go on shopping sprees (laughs) through Wayne Manor. None of that for us today. No, no. Uh, Max Max is taken. Uh, This is where we get her hallucination. Isn't that right? Yeah. So we get her sitting down to... To dinner with her loving uh, upper middle class family, who they're so supportive of the fact that she's a teen genius hacker. She's up for some Pell Grant or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, all your wildest dreams are coming true. Yeah, Dad's here. We're having a meal. Yeah, loving good times. Yep. But turns out that's not what Max's home life is like. She went into the Spellbinder machine, which is so effective that it's it's got her hooked with just one session. Yeah. And we kind of cut to a commercial and cut back, and Max Max. is already out on the streets stealing stuff from cars when Terry finds her. And she's feeling the effects of the addiction, which is something we didn't really see. It's off screen, so we just... 
assume yeah. it happened uh, within a day or so? I, I guess, because it's... Well, uh, so Terry, they have a little scuffle because Terry's like, look, could you, could you come on back. We're going to figure this out. And she's like, no, this is what my life is now, and I like it this way, and fuck you. Just I want the orb. <laughs> I, I want to live in the orb. I'm coming over. You better not be pondering your orb. With the good family that loves me. You know what? You guys got your world. I got the orb. Yeah, look, the, the orb is a life choice. Don't be a prude. We went through this with the splicers. You're a prude, Terry. I, Fuck you. I'm not trying to get you into an orb. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's my decision. It's my body and my right to live in this orb forever. And as far as we know, that hasn't been taken away. Yeah. In the 60 years from now. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm uh, sure they're still fighting that one. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. Every time we think we've got shit settled, nope, it comes back. Nope. Uh, uh, but anyway. Back to Batman. This, this is not a healthy decision, as it turns out. No. This is, this is not legitimate medical care to which people should be entitled to have bodily autonomy. This is addictive brain drugs. So Batman uses a tranquilizer on her, uh, knocks her out, flies her back to her apartment, which... Is not great. Yeah, it's not quite Donnie's house bad, but she's It's small, it's cramped, it's messy. Yeah, and apparently her... She's a child of divorce, much like Terry was before <laughs> the divorce became less of an, op- of, uh, an obstacle than dad being dead. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, her dad's been out of the picture for years, and her mom's always away on work, and it's really just kind of her and her sister... And, and I like this. She says, yeah, my dark secret's kind of lame, huh? Yeah. And on the one hand, like, yeah, kind of. But on the other hand, it's, it's you know. It's not a, yeah, it's a it's, depressing Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's not the worst home life that one could have. In fact, it's pretty common. And guess what else is pretty common? Fucking drug abuse. Yeah. Well. So, you know. <laughs> When when life in general is kind of depressing, yeah, lots of people use substances. That's true. That's a fact. Yep. So Terry's like, yeah, all right, you know, that sucks, but I'm going to go get Spellbinder. You just stay here and sleep it off. And she's like, well, no, I'm going to bonk you on the head. Yeah, uh, he's making a phone call to Bruce to basically check in. Yeah. She bonks him on the head, picks up the phone and says, no, she doesn't know it's Bruce. She yeah. just says, okay, whoever this is, tell him I'm sorry. But I like my orb. Yep. I want to go live in the Back orb. Back to the orb. Back to the orb. But <laughs> so she's in the orb. She's in the orb. Terry tracks her back to Spellbinders, whatever seedy underground arcade lair yeah, he has. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. It's, it's really just kind of a blank room with four or five of these orbs. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Donnie's there, but Donnie's just. Yeah, he's zonked out. Uh, and. Uh, Terry walks in, gets her out of the orb, and of course she's furious again. Yeah, hey, I, I was in the orb, though, and that's when Spellbinder grabs Terry by the face and starts doing memory zaps into his eyeballs or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, shiny effect. I don't yeah. know. But uh, Max is is climbing back into the orb. He's like, hey, I'm not going to hurt him, right? And Spellbinder's like, no, just get in your orb. Of course not. Hey, women, shut your mouth and make babies. Shut up. <laughs> Go, go back to your VR family what loves you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go eat your Orbeez. Yep. <laughs> and, of course, he yep. is going to kill Batman. Yep. And so, of course, uh, Max, Max has that last second switcheroo, like, all right, 
I don't want to do murders to live in my orb. Yeah. I'll kick Spellbinder's ass. And they do, and... Uh... Yeah, that's essentially kind of, you know... Like, yeah, we, we get a little ending where, Mag- where Mag- Max kind of, you know, apologizes to Terry and says it's... So, I mean, this is kind of why I just wanted to be a part of something because she doesn't get that feeling in her home life. And Terry says, well, you're a part of something now. Yeah. Because we fight crime. Yeah. And thus ends Hooked Up. I got the hookup. Yeah. Kenny, did this episode hold up? It does. It really does. I, I like the subtext. Uh, I like Spellbinder coming back. This is what we want. Yeah. I want a villain like this. Uh, it was good to see him being used correctly. And you know what? Max, Max, Max. it's kind of nice to get a little backstory to Max. 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 This, this was a good use of Max, Max, Max. because I've, I've sort of said, like, we're going to get a lot of these. Like, hey, it's Terry and Dana and Max's Max, Max. new old friend who's yeah. been here all along, but you've never <laughs> met them. But they have a weird, spooky problem. Yeah. And this time it was, I mean, I guess that was kind of Donnie, but it's not like he was their best pal. They just knew him. But I, I think it had to be somebody that Terry had a personal relationship with to give this the weight and stakes that it deserved. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is a good use of Max. Max, Max. It gives a little more nuance to her character. It gives her more of a reason to want to be involved in the Batman stuff beyond just... I'm the plucky sidekick, yeah. and I like I do adventure. computer stuff. Yeah. I'm hacking the CIA I'm, or whatever. I'm, it's a unit system. I'm Oracle, but my legs work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is... I'm starting to warm up to Max, Max, Max. which I'm I'm glad, because I remember just never liking her much at all. And I know there's a lot of people who don't like me and wish I would go away. And I think we got off on the wrong foot. Lord knows I don't want to go through this whole show with a major character in the ensemble that I don't like. Right. So I would rather like her than not. I know I can come off a little proactive, and for that I'm sorry. And in this one, sort of ass-backwardsly, because she's kind of a dick for the whole episode, but it's it's relatable, it's understandable, it's sympathetic, and yes. I like it. But if everyone could find a place in their hearts for the little dog nobody wanted... And she does do the right thing at the yeah. end, because of course she does. Of course. <laughs> I know we can make them laugh and cry until we grow old together. It's still a cartoon. still a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see whether this episode did the right stuff with science. All right. I'm a disciple of science. All right. Now, uh, the, the great tree has been secreting a sap, which does seem to have psychoactive properties. We're going to keep testing that on the rats before we start abusing it to uh, to make us feel better about our depressing lives. I'm okay with that if you are. They're your rats. Uh, well, you know what? The uh, the, the rats uh, with with the rat communication helmet that uh, we've given to our boy Reginald. Right. He, he informs us that, that the rats consent to this. Well, that's great. So, yeah. I mean, if the rats are happy and I'm happy... Then I'm happy. Yeah, and, and the tree loves it. The tree really seems to be enjoying getting its sap sucked out by rats. Well, that's... I, you know, if that's not the American dream, I don't know what is. It's it's a beautiful pan-species world that we've created in our own laboratory where there's a place for everyone. You can suck the tree's sap. And, and, well, you might as well get comfortable while you do it. Exactly. I have autonomy over my own body, and what I want most of all right now is to put my lab coat on. But you know what? It is a bit steamy. Let's take them pants off. Woo! All right. Get out ye old master list here. 20 episodes, soon to be 21. Oh. 
Rebirth, Deadman's Hand, Lost Soul, Shrek, Meltdown, Disappearing Ink, Ascension, Blackout, The Winning Edge, A Touch of Karari, Splicers, Once Burned, Hidden Agenda, Golem, Earthmover, The Judge, Spellbound, Joyride, Heroes, Bloodsport. Yeah! yeah! Bloodsport feels good at the end there. It just rolls off the tongue. It does. Yeah. I... W- way better than it felt to watch that episode. Yeah. <laughs> The less we talk about that one, the better. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if RN Jesus wants us to talk about it more. We'll find out soon enough. No, random number generator would rather we decide whether this episode hooked up is better or worse than number two, Deadman's Hand. Deadman's Hand again. No. <laughs> it's, it's a good episode. I don't think it's as good as Deadman's Hand. I, I think it's... It is a very good episode. It's got a lot of atmosphere. The music does a lot of yeah, work in this yeah. episode. Has some good themes, but yeah, I think this we've had a few don't do drugs kids episodes so far. This might be the best of them, but that I, we've seen so far. There yeah, could yeah. be better ones, but it's it's still just a little bit clumsy. Just not quite yeah, I, and part of it, too, is that the timeline seems so compressed. Mm-hmm. And this is just this is just what episodic television is. But I remember watching this and thinking, I hope that, that this isn't just a one-and-done, like, Max had a fucking experience. Right. She ran away from home and was stealing credits and was addicted to drugs for a while. Right. That's something that, even if it's just, like, a line or two in subsequent episodes... You want something. I don't think we're going to get that. No, no. I can tell you right th- right now, we don't get it in the next episode. Yeah. We, I, I watched both of them already. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to concur. Deadman's Hand. Nice. All right. Is hooked up, better or worse than number nine, The Winning Edge. It's another Don't Do Drugs episode. <laughs> it it's is. the steroids episode. Well I, well, I think this one is better than that one. I, I would concur with that. It was fun catching up with Bane. It was. Yeah. And he, I mean, it still got the a good subtext there for don't do drugs. Yeah, but, but that very much was just, I don't know, this rando over here that you haven't met before, he's addicted to drugs now, care about it. Yeah. And even this is only, what, our second or third Max Man, episode? Max. I Part of it, too, was the atmosphere and the music. I but, think seeing that girl's, uh, what becomes of her, Yeah, that, that's kind of like, ooh, we don't want that to happen to this character. So Yeah, that gives it a much bigger sense of stakes. Yeah. And, and just, at first it was sort of like almost farcical how mundane her fantasy world was, yeah, but it's but almost sort of endearing, though. She's a teenager working at a fast food place, has a crush on her boss. Yeah, like, I've... I worked. I did my time flipping burgers at sixteen, and you know what? I had, she wasn't my boss, but I had a crush on one of my coworkers. Yeah, it, I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, I think, I think this one's better. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna concur. Can I tell you a story, Kenny? Yeah. This came to mind. This happened to me just recently. Um, so I work at a community center during the week. I cook. Uh, it's a low income area, and I cook low cost or no cost in some cases meals for senior citizens. Officially for senior citizens. There are a couple. uh, There's one guy in particular. He's not quite. He's like a year younger than the cutoff. But he clearly needs the cheap food. So we don't exactly check ID very hard. There's another another group where like, yeah, we're because they always pick theirs up to go. And they always pick up. uh, They always pick up three of them. And it's supposedly for. The, the woman who picks up her her mother um, and my aunt, 
who lives with us. I'm doing air quotes real hard yeah, here. Yeah. It is very clearly for her little daughter, uh, who does not qualify for the program, but what? I'm not going to give her a meal for her little daughter. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we had to uh, we had to shut down the restroom, the, the handicapped restroom, because as many low-income areas are, this one has a drug problem. Yeah. And somebody found some drug paraphernalia, and this was not, say, weed, which is legal anyway, so just do it in the privacy of your own home. This was like hard drugs. So it's like, all right, well, we're going to lock that up and put an, put an out-of-order sign on there because it's the, it's the handicapped restroom where you can lock it and nobody will walk in on you. So this family comes in to pick up their food, and there's a million kids in the public restroom because they're changing for swim practice. And the lady asks me, hey, uh, is it possible to use the handicapped restroom? Because I really got to go, and I don't want to all yeah. the kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Thinking in my idiot head... Well, even if she is the crackhead, it's not like she's going to do crack in the restroom with the entire staff right outside and 50 kids. Yeah. Because, you know, crackheads are known for their good judgment. Oh, no. Yeah, so now I know exactly who the crackhead is. God, really? Yep. Uh, I got my hands on my head right now. I just feel like... And Damn, I'm sorry. And so here's the thing. Or went, not. I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing you found out. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We went through the proper procedures and reported it to all the proper authorities who did what proper authorities do, which is nothing. Um, <laughs> and now that restroom stays locked all the time, no matter who asks to use it. And guess what? Crackheads got to eat, too. So I still feed them every day. Yeah, yeah. Because why wouldn't I? But it just fucking sucks because that little daughter's in our in our after-school program. Yeah. And I know more about her home life now than I really... Yeah, you didn't want to open that door to it, that. I don't, I don't want to know. She's such a sweet kid. Right. Fucking sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my depressing story for the day. Ah, shitty. All, all of which is to say that this... This episode, it's real easy to wag your finger and say, don't do drugs because yeah. drugs are bad. It, it takes a little something more to show, like, the real, like, everybody's got a reason to be depressed, you know? Mm-hmm. And lots of people come from shitty situations, you know? Yeah. And sometimes those people turn to drugs and it fucking sucks, but it's more complicated than just say no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I like that this episode hit that nuance a little harder than, say, The Winning Edge did. Yeah. Not that that was a bad episode no, by they, any means. and they were trying to say something, too. Yeah. But this one, I think they found the right wording. Yeah, but... So to speak. Yeah, The Winning Edge was just a little more simplistic, like, the... Yeah. Mm. Right. I, no, I just I, I want to win, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like this one better. That's true. That's good. All right. So, back to science. <laughs> back to Batman. <laughs> Dude, even the tree looks depressed. Yeah, I'm sorry, tree. <laughs> Would you like rats on there to suckle? Oh yeah, he loves it. That's, oh, he's that's happy a now. happy tree. That's that's tree's anti-drug. <laughs> All right, is this episode Happy Tree and the Suckling Rats uh, hooked up? <laughs> is this episode hooked up better or worse than number five, Meltdown? I, was, um, I think this is better. I'm gonna concur. Meltdown had some fun stuff to it. Meltdown had uh, had the, the the femme fatale doctor 
murdering Mr. Freeze or trying to. We, we might be getting closer because saying that, it felt yeah. right, but at the same time, I was like, ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, but pretty different episodes. That one's very much a get out all your action figures. We're having a romping, rock'em, sock'em robots Which are time. some of my favorite episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nothing wrong with that, but yeah, I, I think I would give this one the edge. All right, but yeah, we are definitely getting close now. In fact, we've got a top five episode on our hands. Is hooked up better or worse than number four? Shrek? Shriek. Sorry, Shriek. I think it is better. Yeah. Shriek was very stylish. Super cool. This this... this one was stylish, too, just in a different way. Not in that jazzy hip style, but in that, like grimy inner city yeah style there's children on the street using guns and knives taking drugs on each other's lives but had some really good use of lighting and shadows in this one yeah the the neighborhood where uh he finds donnie it's it's like a mixture of hanging wires that are way too low and Mm. clothing that's being hanged on the wires and it, it looks like this dystopian... It looks like Blade Runner. Um, yep. So, good uh-huh. aesthetic, good mood, good atmosphere, whatever you'd like to call it. Yep. All right. In that case, we've got but one decision left to make. Is Hooked Up better or worse than number three, Lost Soul? I think it is better. Yeah, I think so. I think it's real close, because Lost Soul was... Was a very simple story, but well told. Had a little bit of heart. Had some good action. I think this one was maybe a little more uneven, but I think it reached better heights. Yeah, I, I didn't really care for the baby boy who was going to have his yeah. granddad put in his body, but I did care about Max. 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 Yeah, and that takes a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. before we went into this, gave zero shits about Max. Max. It's true. It's true. This is very much the. This is what I kept waiting for them to, to find something interesting to do with Barb in the first series yeah. that they never quite managed to do. They, they've, okay, you did it. You got, and I was, I was ready to like Barb and not ready to like Max. Max, Max. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Marking it down. Marking it down. In the number three spot, getting that bronze medal is hooked up just below Deadman's Hand. And just above, Lost Soul. And we don't need to feel lost. We know what we're doing next week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What's suckling on that tree right now? Some rats. Rats. That's right. It's rats with an exclamation mark. So you know it's intense. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to find out all about the secret life of rats uh, with our boy Reginald, who has his, his rat communication helmet, which we've designed for him with science. Yep. That'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Yski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, where I like to play Link to the Past randomizer occasionally, not very often these days, because I'm so fucking busy with school, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, that, that game's a race. Um, only once have I tied. Um, and a tie is defined as, well... In, in this case, I think it was less than two seconds. If you're less than two seconds apart, they just consider it a tie. Huh. Um, we were 14 frames. Oh. 60 frames a second. So less than a quarter of a second apart. That's how close we were. Nice. And so it went down in the record books as a tie. 
And uh, I, I never asked because they had to manually retime it and count the frames. The It had to was one of those like, okay, we got to consult the judges thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I did not ask who was 14 frames ahead of who because I don't want to know. <laughs> but the person that I tied against, only tie on my record, is currently in the finals of the big annual global tournament for this oh, game. Snap. Yeah, so I've been sitting here watching. He just played game one. It's a three-game set. Well, hopefully three games. Uh, best of three, anyway. But he won game one of this best of three set just earlier today. Game two is tomorrow, and I'm on pins and needles. Because obviously I want him. Obscure Life Form is... Yeah is the screen name he goes by. Obviously, I want I want him to win it all so I can point to him and go, I tied with that guy once. <laughs> He's the best in the world, and I tied with him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my exciting thing that's happening right now. I got nothing, man. Yeah. Well, you got rats next week. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.